Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends, as this video is brought to you by DrRoto.com. Yes, welcome into another edition of Braddock's Breakdowns. And as you can see, my good friend Johnny, yes, his middle name, ladies, is Danger, is back in the podcast with me. What's going on, Danger? Man, you know, all I got to do is be me. They'll adjust, my friend. Hey, I'm right there with you. You're talking to the dean of do you. Just ask. They'll tell you. <laughs> I see you. We're going to jump right into this because I've been looking forward to this for over a week. Last week, we were only able to do one Braddock's breakdown. Uh, had a little scheduling snafu as I had to go back to South Carolina. Back in Houston now, back in the studio. Danger was able to work out a schedule. We've got it worked out, and we've been looking forward to this for a week. It is the Braddock's Breakdown game show edition so let's jump right into it we're going to put you on the spot with one of my favorite game shows ever johnny i don't know if you remember a little game show called press your luck no All whammies right. baby no whammies no whammies no whammies big bucks yes i used to love that as a kid so right now you pressed your luck johnny and let me ask you are you living dangerously with Jalen Hurts, are you going to press your luck? That's who you landed on. Are you pressing your luck with Jalen Hurts, or you think you're coming up whammies with that selection? Oh, man, I'm going to have to just pass this one, man. I think oh. I'm coming up whammies. Uh, I am not a fan of Jalen Hurts. I know some people around the channel here uh, disagree with me, and that's sure. okay. Uh, I think people are just too caught up in trying to get the next uh, lightning in a bottle that was Lamar Jackson a couple years ago, and they see that and Jalen Hurts with his ability to run the ball, but he does not have the arm that Jackson has. His accuracy is barely hovering above 50%. They got a new coaching staff over there. I don't trust Miles Sanders. I don't like the offensive line. I don't trust the reliance on a rookie wide receiver. He's just not my guy, Jason. Uh, there you go. You're hearing from Danger. I think he hit on everything perfectly. Nothing to add for me. The youth of that coaching staff. I don't know if anyone's over 40 in that coaching staff. All new faces there. Jalen Hurst, the receiving core. Your number one guy's a wide receiver. Your number two, I mean, excuse me, your number one guy's a rookie. Your number two guy's going into his second year. Depth after that gets questionable. And as you mentioned, that offensive line, the injuries that ripped through it last year. Andre Dillard, uh, we've still got question marks surrounding him. So I, I, I like where you went there feel like you came up whammies landing on Jalen Hurst there but let's keep it going Braddock's Breakdowns game show edition and we're going to go to Family Feud all right Danger I surveyed a hundred people top five answers on the board tell me Danger who are the five riskiest running backs among the top 20 going right now Ooh, man, I'm going to go with the aforementioned Miles Sanders. Oh, Miles Sanders, you nailed it. Coming in at number five on that. One through four still on the board here. You're one for one. Let's see if you can get a clean sweep. And, yes, you might think this is rehearsed, but, no, I covered up the answers. You've got to trust us. All right, let's go on. Let's go on to number two, see if we can get back to back. All what right. do you got? I'm going to go with a guy outside of his rookie year has mm -hmm. disappointed in injuries back to back. Saquon Barkley. 
You know Saquon Barkley's on that list. Huge risk right there with Saquon Barkley. I have a lot of questions there. Offensive line questions, quarterback questions. Does Kenny Galladay stay healthy? So, yes, right there, Saquon Barkley comes in at number two on the list. Ooh, okay, haven't got the number one. Uh, I don't think this guy's number one, but uh, when I was looking pre-show trying to figure out a list, I'm going to go with a guy that Dot gave me last year who went undrafted almost everywhere. I got him in the last round of every single draft, and he kicked butt for me. But we got the addition of Travis Etienne in the backfield. I'm going to go James Robinson. No, James Robinson is not on the list. We have our first wrong answer. Two more wrongs, Ooh. and you're out of here. Okay. Um, let's see here. Uh, big question mark for me, a guy that I – just wish the world for, but we can't get his offensive line healthy. I'm going to go Joe Mixon. Oh, back-to-back -back wrong answers. You've got two right. The number one, three, and five answers are still on the board, but you can't get any more wrong. Where are you going, Danger? Oh, man, okay. I feel like – all right, this is where I went, landed on this guy. I love him. He's, he's won – Big-time DFS games for me with multiple touchdowns, multiple 200-yard games, but are the treads running thin on Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry, number three on the list. Great answer there. Derrick Henry, if you count the playoffs, he has gone over that number you never want to hear, the number we never speak of among NFL running backs, and that's 400-plus carries in back-to-back -back seasons. If history repeats itself, which it always does, there's a drastic fall-off coming. Yes, he's one of the riskiest there in the top 20 running backs, and Derrick Henry's going top five. So there you've named Saquon Barkley. You've named uh, uh, you've named Derrick Henry, and who else did you hear? Regardless, you've got two left on the board and only one wrong answer. Can you get a clean sweep here? Can you go back uh, three in a row? This is where it gets tough, man, because there's a couple of rookies on the board that I'd like to pick. But I think we're going to stick right up at the top, the very top. Another injury-prone man. Christian McCaffrey is my, my next guest. <laughs> no, no, Christian McCaffrey. You lose. You <sighs> Sorry, you tried three strikes. You started out strong, Danger, but let me give you where you went wrong. Number one answer still on the board, and I'm not surprised you missed it. Not a lot of people are talking about the risk here with Alvin Kamara. Are you surprised uh, to hear Alvin Kamara? I mean, I'm not, and I think this is where the disconnect is, is because I'm not one of the people terribly worried. Um, I, I think the quarterback situation and Michael Thomas being out, I mean – He's just going to be the focal piece. He's got to be the focal piece. Mm -hmm. I'm trusting in him. I'm going with it. I think, you know, last year he had a, he had a, I mean, for his standards, not the best year, but still sure. a great year for a fantasy running back. And I'm not really all that worried about him. So I guess I, I must be higher on him than you. Yeah, you're a lot higher on me. I don't think a lot of people are calculating in. Drew Brees used to be the quarterback, right? Uh, I think you may have heard of Drew Brees. He's the first ballot Hall mm -hmm. of Famer. Um, now it's between, hmm, do we want Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston? And they still haven't decided between Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston.
If that's your quarterback, <laughs> your running back's going to struggle. And it's just like when Darren Sproles was catching the ball out the backfield from Drew Brees. He was a lot more effective when it was Drew Brees in New Orleans than before and after when, when he wasn't catching the ball from Drew Brees. I expect a sharp decline from Al, Alvin Kamara, and I do not believe he hits his return on investment on where you're selecting the fantasy drafts. Last on the list was Najee Harris. I you, I, you almost went there. I was like, stick with it, Danger. You said, I, I, there's some rookies on the list. I'm concerned about rookies. And most concerned about rookies for me is Najee Harris. This isn't the Pittsburgh offensive line of Hall of Fame lore. Even David DeCastro's gone. New faces across the offensive line. Ben Roethlisberger is, who, who knows? Yeah, is he going to be good this year? Is he washed? I'm betting more towards him being washed than being the Big Ben of old. So Najee Harris also, to me, was one of the most overrated prospects in this draft. I had a third-round grade on him. Reason being, I talk a lot about instincts, vision, and reactionary cuts. A lot of times when you're evaluating film, we get these misconstrued, especially with Alabama running backs. Remember Trent Richardson. Uh, talking about Richardson going top five picks. Well, with Najee Harris, he's a reactionary back. That's worse than the visionary back. That's worse than an instinctual back, which is the top of the line, and very few of the backs coming out are instinctual runners. Najee's reactionary. The holes have to be there, and he needs a runway. I think he's one of those riskiest backs. Well, we're going to keep it moving. Went a little bit long there, but we're going to go out to, to Tinseltown. And I think you know where we're going here. If you think Tinseltowns, well, I guess a ton of game shows out in the L.A. market, but Enough of me talking. Let's hit you with it. Ah, the nostalgia is getting thick in here. Let it marinate for a second. All right. So out there in Tinseltown, who's going to be the biggest bust? For me, I'm going to spit it out first. This might surprise you, Danger. I'm going to go with the L.A. Chargers. And on the L.A. Chargers, it's Justin Herbert. And the reason I say bust, I'm not talking about this guy turning into Ryan Leaf. I'm talking about the expectations for Justin Herbert and where he's going in draft. The drafts are so high. I understand how great that first season was, but I have concerns like Danger mentioned with the Eagles. A new coaching staff comes in. Uh, who's your number two wide receiver? Mike Williams, he's always banged up. Who's your number three? The, the wide receiver out of Tennessee? Yes, they drafted him in the third round. This kid was overdrafted. He's a day three prospect, and he's going to be fed the ball underneath routes. The, the depth is not there for the Chargers, and I think Justin Herbert with the new coaching staff will see a bit of a regression. No, he's not going to fall off a cliff, but there will be a regression. He's not going to give you that ROI that you're expecting with the high selection he's going in drafts. What do you have, Danger? You staying in L.A. and going with Chargers, or are you going across town to the Rams? Look, I'm going over to the Rams, and this okay. isn't rocket science, man. Um, we got Stafford. I got to watch Stafford a lot. I'm over here by the Detroit area, as you know, and sure. I got to watch him a lot. And here, here's where I'm going here. Daryl Henderson, man. I mean, look, I, I, I know people are kind of high on him, but here's the deal. Obviously, with the injury to Cam Akers, he's jumped up, but he's now creeping into the middle of the fourth round. Wow. And I, I just can't pay that, Jason. I can't pay a fourth-round pick for Daryl Henderson. And here's part of the reason why. We've got some massive talent heading to L.A. They have done Ooh. 
incredible upgrades to their offensive line. Matthew Stafford's going to have the cleanest pocket he's had in his entire career. He's going to want to show off that gun. He's got Robert Woods. He's got Cooper Cup. We've got an emerging Van Jefferson that this channel talks very highly about. We've got uh, Tyler Higby getting full leverage in the tight end spot with um, you know his, his counterpart leaving town. Right. I just don't see them running the ball, man. They're going to let Stafford throw this ball. Stafford's going to check out of those running plays as often as possible. And I don't think Daryl Henderson's going to come close to paying off a fourth round value. You're going to have to pay for him. Yeah, it was going a little bit low at first. And as people started dipping that toe, and I think maybe they did go head first. If you look at uh, Daryl Henderson's numbers, I actually liked him a lot more than people before the Cam Akers injuries. Now I'm, I'm with you. I think it's getting a little bit top heavy here with uh, Daryl Henderson's. I like Daryl Henderson, but you got to be, don't go for it just because now it's the hot rising name. You still have to, you still have to get it at the right value to take advantage of. I think that Rams could be a a front runner for the most passing plays in the league this year. So I think think it's a fair point. I mean, Matt Stafford is, always pushing towards 5,000 yards, it seems, mm-hmm. uh, in a season. All right, well, let's keep it moving on the game show edition of Braddock's Breakdown. He's Johnny Danger. I'm Jason Braddock. And feel a little love in the air. So we'll be back in two and two. Welcome to Love Connection. Oh, Danger. I see loves in your eyes. Is there someone who's <laughs> nice? Is there someone who's got that heart racing a little bit more this year and you've making a love connection who's that love that you have for fantasy this year all right man so we're talking about if i'm drafting 10 leagues mm-hmm. you're talking about players i want to see on seven right. plus of those teams somebody i'm just in love with now this mm-hmm. is going to be you know you know i'm in the detroit area but i think you're aware of my love of the san francisco 49ers absolutely All right, here's a couple of things. One, we've been seeing some nice reports about what an absolute beast machine Debo Samuels has looked like in the offseason. I got a behind-the-scenes stories on that. I'm going to give you in a second. Absolutely, man. I know know where that's coming. Mm -hmm. Also, rumor is they possibly have the easiest schedule in the league on paper, of course. Uh, You Mm -hmm. you never know how the the league's very good at parity. On paper, they got a super, super easy schedule. I think the way that Ayuk really kind of took the spotlight last year is going to let Debo slip just a little lower than he should be. And I think Mm -hmm. I'm going to scoop him in a lot of leagues, especially in my home leagues around here in the Detroit area. Nobody cares about the 49ers. Uh, And then in the home division over here, it's David Montgomery for me. I think nobody's talking about him. Look, he gets to play the Lions twice. He gets to play that porous Vikings run defense twice. What do we know about the injury? I was watching the game back. I was out of town this weekend. I got back in town. I was watching back the games on NFL Game Pass. And uh, I saw after that first play, he got up a little gingerly, looked towards the sideline, didn't play anymore. Have we heard much out sure. of practice this week? Because uh, in, if he's healthy, I'm right there with you. I think he's he's fringe running back one material. And we're talking 12-team sure. league, of course. Well, you know. Obviously, we have to wait for the news to come out, right? We need to, mm-hmm. to see where the final is. I, I looked at it just briefly pre-show, mm-hmm. and it seemed to be they were kind of downplaying it. It was okay. a preseason game. Somebody gets tweaked, they're going to pull them out, especially your starting running back. Sure. So Fair I'm point. hoping that it was just a little tweak, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping that he dips a little bit more in that ADP. And nobody talks about Montgomery, man. I I, I dare you to look right now after the show and pull up the first three fantasy pages you can think of and find me the first person talking about Montgomery that's not, you know, talking about the preseason 
Yeah, as long yeah. as he stays stays healthy, you you're one hundred percent nail on the head here. I'm a lot higher on him than a lot of a lot of experts in the industry because I think you get that boost. I always remember something uh, going back several years, over a decade ago, when Chris Johnson they were talking about the Russian stats when Kerry Collins was the quarterback and when Vince Young was, and then from that point on, I just realized the boost. And Chris Johnson was getting over thirty more rushing yards per game with the mobility of Vince Young putting defenses more back on the heels and making them account for it what is justin fields going to do for david montgomery so i i think you i think you hit the nail right on the head i there. like it and that division is just piss poor at defending the run absolutely great point there as well any anyone else for you there on your uh love connections well that was all i came up with in the pre-show all right well so let's move go. on to yours i've got <laughs> nice i've got three here i'm gonna go one running back one wide receiver and one tight end. Let's start off at that running back position. People are starting to catch up now. Over the summer, I'm looking at ratings. I'm like, did people think Mike Davis lost a leg in the offseason? He's the only running back in Atlanta. Then Julio Jones departs. You're going to have 12 personnel with Kyle Pitts and Hayden Hurst, where defenses don't know whether to respect the four receiving threats out wide and Mike Davis as a receiving threat, or if they're going to have to respect the seven blockers on the line if you go in line with Kyle Pitts and Hayden Hurst there. So Mike Davis, people are starting to catch up on it now, but I still think Mike Davis is undervalued, and I have a love connection in every draft I've been in. Uh, as you said, to go back with the percentage of about 70% of the drafts on the teams I have them rostered in. Uh, moving on to that wide receiver position, I'd like to get you to chime in on Danger uh, with this one, Danger, because not a lot of people, you talked about how a lot of people aren't talking about David Montgomery. I don't think enough people are talking about DJ Chark. When DJ Chark came out in the draft, he was my number one ranked wide receiver pre-draft in that class. And then He's never had a quality quarterback. Bam. Now he has Trevor Lawrence, the next Jesus in a jersey, I guess, <laughs> come right there to Jacksonville and even had Tim Tebow bless him for a month. You know, God bless his soul. So here's the thing. Trevor Lawrence is throwing DJ Chark the ball, and we're reading the reports about Urban Meyer challenging DJ Chark to add muscle. Some guys could shut down. DJ Chark comes back with seven pounds more of muscle, and he's going to continue to stay low and undervalued because he just had ligament, a ligament repaired, I believe it was, in his finger in a surgery, but he's expected to be ready week one. I don't care if his finger's injury. It's DJ Chark with seven pounds more of muscle, and Trevor Lawrence is throwing him the ball. Yes, 70, 80, 90, 100%. I want them on every team I can. Get them on, and I'm getting them because I'm taking them as a top 20 wide receiver, or most people are taking them in the 30 and 40th wide receiver off the board. Now, I love it because here's the thing. I don't know if you've noticed another T-shirt I like to wear around here, but I, I'm a big Minshew fan, right? Oh, okay. Here's, here's Minshew's problem. He's a little guy. Nice. Right. And uh, he, he struggles with that touch pass. Right. And you, the Ooh. little the little lofter. Well, here's the right. thing. Trevor Lawrence is like seven and a half feet tall. He doesn't have to touch. pass. He's going to throw the ball down. Uh, yeah, I like Chark a lot. He was huge for me in the games. He was healthy last year. And when mm. they, um, you know, we're, we're doing the game plan where they were getting him the ball. I love it. Nice. Hit me with your last one. 
All right, last one, tight end. You touched on a little bit when you were talking about the Rams early, talking about Tyler Higby. There was another guy drafted, another tight end drafted the year after Higby, and he's been buried behind Higby for his entire rookie contract there, uh, there with the Los Angeles Rams. Well, now he's moved on but stayed in division, gone to Seattle, and Jared Goff's not his quarterback. Who's his quarterback? A quarterback that I absolutely love this year, always in the conversation conversation as a preseason MVP, a guy that's gone to multiple Super Bowls in one one. Russell Wilson is his quarterback, and I'm talking about his new tight end. Gerald Everett is going to be his best friend, just like when Jimmy Graham was still there, a little bit still in his prime when he got to Seattle, and Russell Wilson's lighting it up. I, I love this situation there. I dig it, man. All right, we are basically out of time. I want to go right back to press your luck real quick, and you just got to give me a uh, a whammy or, or press your luck because you skipped me. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. I like Kirk Cousins. Now there's a lot, there's a lot of talk behind the scenes with Kirk Cousins. If we're talking strictly football this year, I think Kirk Cousins is still undervalued. I think he can give you a top 10 fantasy season among quarterbacks. You're talking about an offense that is that. Kubiak, Shanahan offense, a lot of play action with Dalvin Cook, a lot of zone, outside zone schemes, bootleg out, just like we saw Trey Lance, who looked extremely raw, but the one good, uh, one of the big plays he had was a bootleg out that we saw Matt Schaub lead the entire NFL with. <laughs> Matt Schaub threw for 4,800 yards in that Gary Kubiak offense. Now, Cal Shanahan was under Gary Kubiak, and obviously, learned a little bit from his dad in Denver and Washington as well. That offense for Kirk Cousins is perfect. And so I think we'll see Kirk Cousins put up a top 10 fantasy season with Adam Thielen, Irv Smith, a year older, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Justin Jefferson in year two as well. And I like the uh, the under the radar sign and of D.D. Westbrook, if he can stay healthy, that's a nice number three wide receiver. I love it, my friend. Well, it's a pleasure. Where can you find all of our stuff? You got to go over to drroto.com. All of our experts there, NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, in, you know, NHL soccer, eSports, NASCAR. We've got it all. We're, we're showing the receipts of all the win and all the money that's coming in. And now just released the Major League Baseball DFS Optimizer. Get over to drroto.com and for an extra incentive, use the code DOC and get a special discount right now. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drroto.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.